to the Money Mentors Podcast. Hi, I'm Gary Matson with Matson Financial Services, and we're so glad you're joining us today. We have, how do I put this? My bestest friend? Is that one way you can put it, Jennifer? I think that's a great way to put it, yes. Yeah, so many times that uh, she has heard us on the radio or TV and, and commented with about Laurel and how well we look and we do. And, and so this is Laurel's mother, very proud mother. She's also my spouse, my spice of life. Uh, Nancy's joined us today. And we're going to kind of go over a topic that's kind of unique, but we wanted to share with you. Yeah, because uh, right now, Gary, I know all of us are trying to stretch our dollars as far as possible. We've been talking about it here for months on Money Mentors. Inflation's at a 40-year high, so we want to get the most out of our dollars. So we thought, why not turn to the actual expert on this in your household? That is Nancy Matson. You hear her name quite frequently here on this show. Uh, I believe in all the years I've been doing this show with Gary Nancy, we've had you on exactly once. So I'm excited to have you on twice for our summer savings special here. How are you? That's correct. It's only been once, so this isn't my first time, but almost. Almost. Yeah, she said after the last one, she said, I, hope I don't have to do that again. <laughs> well, here we are. Here we are, yeah. <laughs> we need your expertise, though, Nancy, because uh, Gary's been telling us here on the show, really when it comes to saving money, you are the one who kind of helps keep the family budget in line, and you've been actually really good at couponing for a number of years. This is not a new thing for you uh, during a time of high inflation. This actually goes really way back for you, doesn't it? Very much so. After I graduated high school and started earning a living, I wanted to save money, and that was one way I started. I'd read newspapers and magazines and articles, and I noticed these coupons you could clip out, save money on your groceries. Then that branched off to different areas where you could get rebates and money back, nice. discounts. So I kept taking advantage of them, and I saved a lot of money. Now for you, Gary, I mean, what was it like for you, especially early on in your marriage as you got to learn about Nancy and some of these savings habits? Did that make her even more attractive to you? Well, anybody that uh, you look at a wife and you say, yeah, she's thrifty, that's always a plush in your household. Right. I mean, I don't care who you are, <laughs> if you're a husband or a wife. But it was one of those things that um, we grew up, both of us in Lake Odessa, went to school together in the same class. Um, Nancy's much older than I am. She's a cougar and I'm her trophy husband. That's my reasoning. <laughs> she's giving me the eye right now. Yes. So I think it's like seven weeks that she's older than I am. <laughs> but when we got married and we talked about what we want to do for a honeymoon, it came up that she's never been to Paris and she wanted to go to Paris. I haven't been either, but it was something, a lifelong dream for hers. And so we, as newlyweds, put together this plan that we were going to go to Paris. Now, I had a lot of frequent fire miles going back and forth, so I bought the, the tickets to Paris with my frequent fire miles for both of us, and Nancy, through her work, got the hotel. Oh, wow. Okay, so you were bargain hunting from the very beginning, Nancy. Yes, I had saved all the points. I'd worked very hard and got bonuses, and I had points from the company that I was working for. And so I had saved those for a rainy day, and they came useful because I couldn't speak French fluently, and I needed to speak French to secure a hotel. So they did it all for me and paid for it. And the other thing is that when we got there, we found out that food was a lot more expensive than we anticipated. Uh -huh. And so we actually 
I don't know how you think about coincidences, but I don't believe in coincidences. I think that's God's way of remaining anonymous, but uh-huh. that's another story. But so we met an American restaurateur there, and he said that here's what I'd like to do. And so anyways, we negotiated dinners with this restaurateur that was owning this restaurant in Paris. And so for every time he went to his restaurant, it was a flat $19 for us to have dinner. Oh, wow. And so we got a lot of good dinners. Didn't matter what was on the menu, we got it for 19 bucks. And so once again, we negotiated that and, and we made our dollar stretch. My, so uh, the honeymoon itself was a deal. And now uh, all these years later, Nancy, I know, you know, for a lot of our listeners, I think you and Gary kind of fit the mold too, where, you know, money's not an issue. You've saved well, you've done the right things over time, but it's still kind of gratifying, isn't it? Uh, Every time you go through the grocery line or you fill up on fuel or things like that to save a few pennies here and there. I think that's actually a habit that kind of ties a lot of us who listen to this show together. Absolutely. It did become a habit, and I do it fluently still today. Yeah, and actually, uh, so I wanted to ask you, though, where do you find your coupons today? Because I remember the days, you know, especially uh, starting out in my young radio career, I'd go get the Sunday paper just for the coupons, and I'd go clip them out. Uh, Now I don't get the newspaper anymore, so where do you go to get some of your favorite coupons, especially when it comes to things like grocery shopping? Well, you can still get them in the newspaper. Okay. There are certain ones that have the weekend issues and they have the weekend coupon booklets. You can join a couponing club, which I've never done before, but I understand that you can do this quite frequently and save a lot of money. I just don't have the time. Uh And I go online. A lot of the stores that I go to, they offer their own coupons. And if you sign up for them, on email, they'll even mail you coupons in the mail that are extra, so you can nice. double your couponing when you go to the store. That's the one that cracks me up. Is she'll say, "Look, I've got a coupon for this," and so every once in a while I shop with her, but again, very infrequently because she's disappointed because she'll say, "Oh, I had a coupon for that, and you just grab that, and, and <laughs> if we wait next week, I can get that for you for this much coupon." <laughs> and that's good because you got to be organized. You want to have the the availability to make your dollar stretch. And this is what makes it work. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like you, Nancy, in that I'll also go to the app and I'll look for savings there, too. As much as I hate downloading apps, sometimes, especially when it comes to groceries and fuel and that kind of thing, it can be really helpful and the savings do add up really fast. But how do you keep them all organized so that, again, you're ready to take advantage of the deal when you actually need something? Well, they make little coupon envelopes that have divisions in them and I just use a small plastic tote that I put things in and save them. They do expire if you don't use them so you have to look at it once in a while but I take the store coupons that they give me, the paper ones, the ones I get in the mail. I also receive coupons online Mm-hmm. And I save those in my email. So if I do end up going to the store or I end up needing something, I just show them that coupon. Well, can we talk to the ladies specifically right now, Nancy? Because I know you and I, uh, we like to splurge on clothing items for ourselves every once in a while, too. And it's So it's not just groceries that you can save big money on. Uh, I use my email coupons from different retailers, my favorite retailers, to save big money there, too. I wait for the right sales, and then you add the coupon on top of it. You can find some pretty good deals out there on some really nice clothing, can't you? Very much so. They'll send you a coupon, and then they'll say that these certain items are on sale. 
And then if you have if you have a loyalty discount, you can get that on top of the sale price and the coupon. So you're paying maybe for a $100 value, you get it for $20. Yeah. Yeah, we went down to Florida this year and we went into a clothing store and she says, I really like this coat, but she says, I really don't need it. And I said, well, you like it, go ahead and get it. No, I'm going to wait. And it wasn't two weeks later that she came back out of that same store. We were getting ready to leave and she took something back to them. And she says, oh, this coat's on sale and I've got this coupon. And by the way, with my birthday special and this and all that, and I think you paid less than 20 bucks for that same coat. Yes, I did. Wow. Isn't it satisfying and just gratifying when you know what the original price was and the fact that you can get it for less than 20 bucks? That's amazing, Nancy. Uh, so I see why but Gary But you have you to expert. only buy what you need you know, or or looking for. You know, you just don't buy it because you have a coupon. Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about that. And that's the, uh, I think, the beauty of the filing system that you use. You have the coupon there and available, but if you weren't going to buy it anyway, it's not really saving money, right? If you go ahead and, and buy it with a coupon. Right. I only buy what I wish to get or mm-hmm. what I actually need for my groceries. I check the sales and the place I'm going to, and I try to limit everything to one area. So if I go to a grocery store and they don't have the correct vitamins or supplements I need. There's another store in that same area that you can buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. So I consolidate everything because a trip to the grocery store, if you go out of town, is $10 in gas at least. Right. The major stores are 20, 25 miles away. Well, let's talk about gas too right now since you mentioned it. Do you have any favorite uh, points programs there or any uh, money saving tricks there? Because I think all of us are looking for that right now, Nancy. Well, I use a credit card that when I go to the pump, I get 10 cents a gallon off. You okay. just put in that credit card. And you also get M perks, is what, if I can say, talk about Meyer. This is not a plug for them, but it just happens to be what Nancy prefers, right? Well, you get M perks from them for using the credit card. Okay. And so that's money off on your groceries. And then you also get the 10 cent discount on the gasoline. So you're at least saving money. Yeah, sometimes we we go up north and, and, well, shop at the grocery store, and they have their own gas station right there, and so Uh they'll give you a coupon, so so much off gas at the gas station, too. So it's not just being loyalty to one store. It happens all over the place that if you really even ask about loyalty programs, they're going to tell you. And make sure, like Nancy has done, is that it fits your plan. And so, like, say, with MPERC, she uses that. When it comes to gas for me, I tend to use a different, actually a couple different gas stations. And one of them, what every Christmas, they have this thing. They do a, a special on gift cards. And so I know how much approximately I spend in fuel for a year. So I'll buy enough gift cards for generally about six, seven months of purchasing of gas. And I buy those. Now I get points for those gift cards. Ah. Now when I redeem those cards and I pay for my gas, I get points again. And those points I can turn in for free gas. Nice. So it's, again, advanced planning and some of those type of things. In fact, I did it so much that now my stepfather, he started using the same gas company. Now, he was down in Florida, and I gave him a gift card from there. Again, remember, I buy them at Christmas time, and I gave him a gift card. And so he says, well, I don't understand their loyalty program. So I went to him, and I explained it to him, and we went down, got him a card, and he started doing the same thing. And he's saying 
he saved 12 to 15 cents a gallon at most times when he's using the cards and the gift cards. So once again, it can be somebody that you've got a card through or it can be a loyalty program they're offering out there. And again, like I said, we have for us three different types of, of gas discounts we've been using. Nancy uses the one with M perks most of the time because she's there getting groceries and it's on her trip. I use a lot of a company called Speedway, and of course, there's Shell and a couple other ones out there too. What else around the household do you do, though, to kind of save money? I mean, when it comes to, say, the number of items that you buy, I mean, do you go to some of these uh, big warehouse stores and stock up? I mean, how do you approach that kind of buying for yourself and for Gary, too? Well, I don't stock up on a lot of things, but I do take advantage of all the new rewards that are out there and the discounts, like senior discounts. Um, Gary can take advantage of military discounts. If you're buying any type of a a purchase that's in quantity and you get a 10% discount, it's quite great. Even our grocery store in town, our local one, if you shop on Wednesdays, you get a 10% discount on everything. So my grandpa always said, a penny saved is a penny earned. So I just believe in that. I always try to do my best. Yeah, when it comes to uh, savings, we have a saying around our house, Nancy spends the everyday money. And when I spend money, the decimal points much more to the right. So my, <laughs> and so, and she's taught me to even ask the question, like negotiate. I mean, it's not wrong to even ask, is there a program? Is there a way I can save money? What is your best deal? Or what can we do this? Kind of reminds me of my uncle. He came from Iran and moved into Detroit and he started dating my aunt. Now, they weren't very wealthy family, but he wanted to take her out to a very nice restaurant and go out dancing. And she says, well, I don't have a proper dress. And he says, well, I want to buy you one. So they went to Sears. And then when he walked in Sears, they picked out the dress. She came out and said, yep, that's the one I want. And he says to the lady, the cashier, what's your best price? And the lady talked to him and says, well, the tag says it. He says, I know what the tag says, but what's your best price? Culturally, it was a, how do I say, a normal thing to negotiate back and forth and haggle, and that was the quality of life that you expected when you bought something. Now, they left the store, you ready for this? Did not buy the dress because she wouldn't come off the labeled price. Uh He had to change his culture a little bit to match that here, but most of the time, he was a very good negotiator. Nancy is a very good negotiator. All right, so share some tips on this, Nancy, because this is one thing I'm not great at and knowing which situations maybe I could negotiate in. Can you give us an example of how you've done that? Well, there's a lot of stores that believe in price matching. So if you go to those stores that participate, say you're looking for an appliance, and we did that for our our home that we remodeled. We went and bought, got prices on appliances, different ones, went to other stores and we finally went to the last one where we actually wanted that product and said, here's what they can do, what can you do? And we got it for thousands of dollars cheaper. And understanding that the reason we wanted to go with this local facility was that because they had a great knowledge of service. They were known for servicing. Some of the other ones weren't. So again, we wanted to buy it from them, but they were much higher again than the other prices. And we said, can you match that? Interesting. All right. So what about things like warranties on major appliances or even vehicles, Nancy? What's your approach on that? Well, when you buy a vehicle, you have to outweigh how long you're going to keep it. And I keep mine for a long period of time. Actually, my New Yorker I have is almost 13 years old now. Oh, wow. 200,000 miles. Oh, nice. And But it's got a lifetime warranty on it. 
$100 deductible, and it just keeps going down the road. So you have to figure out what you've got into it as far as how much money you're going to pay for it. Is it going to service you for what you want it for? And so, like, that vehicle, we looked at it, and we bought it in 2010. 2009 was the last year that that automobile owner uh, company offered a, f- a complete lifetime drivetrain warranty. So Nancy said, let's do that. And then she actually bought an additional warranty for the electrical system on that, negotiated with the financial officer there of what we could get that for, and we still keep that. Now, all that stuff's under warranty, and so the body started going. So we, again, weighed the expenses and all of that. Well, this car we're going to keep, and so we're going to keep driving it. And Nancy enjoys it, still driving it, still nice-looking vehicle. So we put a little money into the body shop because, again, to replace the vehicle, you're looking at fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 Well, we can easily pay two or $3,000 to get the body fixed and keep the thing going. Right. And it looks good. Yeah. And there are also maintenance schedules that you can get your oil change. And they are quite competitive. Uh, when you go to the quick change store, you're paying, well, each quart of oil that you purchase, you know, it adds up. So if you do this maintenance, you get all that oil and your filter and all your labor, plus a really good checkup to see about your future needs for basically the same price, maybe a little bit more, but it's on a program and it's a lot cheaper. And they rotate your tires. And you've prepaid that, so you don't have to go in and break out the bank when you did that. So like inflationary times right now where things are going up, you've already paid that program like we did. Yeah. And so you're not adding cost to you. Ah, that's smart. So something to consider when you're buying a new vehicle, too. Ask about uh, their maintenance programs and specials there. Look for the coupons they send you in the mail as well. Maybe file those away. Uh, What about um, thinking about other services that we tend to use on a regular basis, Nancy? Things like our cable or streaming services. Any cost-cutting moves that you use there that you can share with us? Well, you can give them referrals to other for other people to join, but then they have to make sure that they need their services. But right. you can get some of them. You get 50 to to $100 or even more. Yeah, we actually got our cable service out in the area we were at from a friend, and he said, you know, make sure you tell them that it's our name. And I'm going, why? And he says, well, I get a referral fee. And he's done it a few different times that he's actually not had to pay a bill. I mean, he had enough referrals in that month that he got his cable for free. So it's one of those things that if you're talking to people and and they need that service, and it's a quality service that you'd recommend, definitely pass that on and take advantage of that uh, opportunity. I will share with you that Matson Financial Services, it's illegal for us to pay a referral fee, so I'm sorry about that. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to make sure you knew that, too. Yeah. That's a little joke there. <laughs> but, but hey, uh, we appreciate it, though, when you bring in a friend or family member and get to know the team there. And you can always find out about one of our upcoming events if you'd like to bring someone into the office there at matsonfinancial.com or talk to our great team off the air today at 800-536-8907. Uh, Nancy, are you like me in that you'll actually spend the time, pick up the phone and maybe call your cable company or your internet service provider from time to time to see if you can get a better deal. Sometimes that does pay off, doesn't it? Absolutely. I do a lot of that when I think about it. And if something goes up in price, I call and find out why and what I can do and what programs there are that I can change it. 
We've done the same thing with even our IT company that uh, we have here at the company is that we've been with them for a while and we started seeing different companies coming up there and doing IT. And a person who pays the bills here is also our CPA. And he says, you know, this is really kind of high. And I says, okay, well, let's look at bids. So he went out and got some competitive bids. Then we went back to our supplier and say, this is what they're seeing out there. We're considering moving. And they matched it. So once again, you can even do it in the business world. Yeah. So good to know. And uh, I, I don't know about you, Nancy, but sometimes if I'm in a bad mood about something else, that's when I choose to call the cable company because I'm more likely to just stay on hold just so I can feel like I accomplished something that day. It, it actually kind of is fun to negotiate things sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> yes, I bartered all my life, basically. <laughs> the tell the barter story is that I asked yeah. her, I said, would you go with me? And I said, just to look at diamonds. And, and I'm kind of curious what you think's pretty. And she said, nope. I said, you're not going to? She said, not until you ask me. I'm not giving you any feedback. Oh, okay. So I wasn't sure if that was a yes or a no <laughs> that I was going to get the answer I wanted. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to take that either. But <laughs> uh, but you did bring up bartering here. I'm wondering, you know, sometimes uh, we have skills or services that we provide. We might have a small business. Uh, that It might make sense to barter certain services or favors or that kind of thing. Uh, what do we need to keep in mind there, especially right now where, you know, I think all of us are trying to save money. Maybe we could be mutually beneficial to someone else, but uh, anything to keep in mind there? Yeah, I think the real big thing here, if it's a tangible amount of money that hits a threshold within the IRS, you do have to report that barter. So in other words, Nancy is very good an artist, and she was actually very much hired to do actually painting signs. And so if we find somebody that has a need and we have their need, then we can paint a sign. Give an example. I'm thinking about uh, the people that actually put our doc in this year, a fairly new company. And I'm wondering how he's publishing or you know exposing his business. Mm-hmm. And he probably needs a sign for his trailer because I saw his trailer and it has got no sign on it. And so I'm thinking about approaching him and saying, hey, if my wife makes a sign for you and paints it on the trailer so it's permanent, you know, what kind of work would you do with me? And so he might say, okay, I'm going to put your equipment in for two and a half times or three times, and we pay for the paint and all that. If it crosses a certain threshold in that barter, I do have to put that on my IRS tax return. Uh, Okay, so don't forget to do that because. Yeah, you don't want them coming back and finding out penalty and interest cost you more than what you bartered for. Yeah. Certainly. Well, Nancy, this has been super helpful this week. I'm so glad that you could join us for our savings special here because we often talk about saving money, but these have been really practical tips I think all of us can use in our everyday lives. Uh, Any other favorite cost-cutting moves that you'd like to share before we go today? Well, you brought up big box stores in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to reiterate on that. If you need something from the big box store, like I wanted an air fryer, and I kept thinking I was going to get one. I noticed a big ad, $189 air fryer on sale. And with a coupon that I got from that company, I got this $189 air fryer for $75. Whoa, you saved over $100 on this? Yes. Oh my and it's a good air fryer. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're using it there at home, it sounds like, Nancy. So, so. <laughs> so you can you can do this with a lot of different stores. They just offer their own coupons, and you wait until they have a sale and take advantage of it. And be aware. You know, be aware of what you're looking for. Be aware of where you want to get that. Look at what they're doing. Look at their loyalty programs. If you're going to start being in retirement and start traveling, you might want to get a credit card that gives you mileage like we do when we travel. So we've got a card that gives us air miles so we can 
buy cheap coach seat and then we bump up either comfort or first class a lot of times. Do we have time, Jennifer, to short story? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I would like to end this segment by a story about Nancy. And it's one of those ones that I, I share with people because they always saw our boat. And on the boat, it said Family Jewels. Now, for those that don't know, financial advisors a lot of times work a lot of nights. And so in the beginning of our career, I worked a lot of nights. And so for Christmas, I went to Zales, got my discount because we frequent Zales and they had a sale going on. And I bought my lovely wife because she was a home taking care of the kids and things. And I bought her a lovely necklace, some earrings and a matching tennis bracelet. And so I gave it to her for Christmas. She opened it up and she was very surprised, obviously. <laughs> and so we're driving uh, home from Grand Rapids and it's a sign there that says February Boat Show. And so she said, don't get mad at me, but I want to talk to you about something. And I'm going, okay, this isn't going to be good. She said, what I'd like to do is take the amount of jewelry you gave me from Zales, take that back and get a refund. And then I've saved from couponing enough money that I think we can buy a speedboat. Wow. And I says, I agree with that on one condition. She's, what's that? And I says, you negotiate with whatever speedboat you want. I'm in on it. Now, think about this. I'm saying, honey, go ahead and get a speedboat for us as a family. Isn't that nice? <laughs> so she gave up the jewelry. She used her coupon money. She said, bought us a beautiful red speedboat. Oh, and so on the bag of it, we called it Family Jewels. Oh, I love that, Nancy. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, Gary, you won the lottery when you met her, I think. <laughs> I, I fell in love in the sixth grade. It took me a little while to close the deal. But once again, I'm very, very lucky and blessed along the way of having this woman in my life, not just from the children that she has shared with me along the way, but her attitudes about children, money, things that we enjoy doing together, travel. It, she is my best friend. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.